So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So we met online. It was on OkCupid. Mm-hmm. It was one of my first times ever really uh, doing that kind of thing. I, you know, uh, doing was... OkCupid or doing online dating. OkCupid, really? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did, um, you know, a MySpace back in the day. Oh gosh. Little... I never really went into the OkCupid or Tinder wasn't a thing yet. You know, mm-hmm. you can just... Tinder came out in 2012. I know. I, know. I was already too old by then. I can. <laughs> I was out of the game by then. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you went on OkCupid. When I was going on there, I met a, f- a few interesting people. Let's just uh, put it at that. I was not interested in. So I put in a few rules for myself. One of them was, what do they do for a living? What interests them? What are their hobbies? What pushes them forward instead of something plain and boring? One of the first things on uh, my partner's bio was her job and what she does. And it was just so interesting because it was so outside of like my world that I couldn't comprehend it. And I want her to be the person that to explain it. What does she do? (laughs) She was a fashion designer, and it just spurred my interest. Mm -hmm. I am a filmmaker. What do I know about fashion design? What do I know about any of that? And when I read her bio, though, there were so many similarities to the film world that I wanted to connect. And she she put so much importance towards that that I thought this was a person who is progressing in their life that is pursuing a goal that I want to be a part of. You Um, sent a message? Uh, I sent her a message asking her about a career, letting her know who I am, what mm-hmm. do I do in my life. It started progressing from there. It progressed from like one message a week to two messages a week to every single day. Why didn't you just meet her? We both thought that we should know each other be- online before we met each other. Out of the fear of how New York is. New York is a pretty scary place. It's... uh. <laughs> It's a place where a lot of creeps live. and Yeah, creeps live everywhere. But, I mean, for anyone who's listened, you know I'm a huge proponent of getting out there sooner rather than later and oh, meeting yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You didn't know that then. So, <laughs> so it's okay. So anyway, you were messaging a lot. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She asked me what my favorite food was at the time. And my food was crypt dogs. <laughs> the hot dogs? Yeah. I just had one the other night. Did you? Yes. So it's been five years okay. since we met on that website, and I remember exactly what we got. Mm-hmm. So we received our order, and we sat down, and we started talking to each other. But the thing that about that first date that really stood out to me mm-hmm. wasn't the food. It wasn't the place. It was me waiting for the person that I've wanted to see for so long. In New York, we tend to look at each other's shoes a lot. <laughs> Who does that? I don't do that. <laughs> Okay. I'm, from, I'm from New York most of my life. Like, I'm from Bed-Stuy. The first thing you do is look at what you're what you wearing, what your shoes are. You're wearing Jordans. You're wearing Air Force Ones. You're wearing some Chelsea's. <laughs> it's a thing. Okay. You judge based on that, but not harshly. You just okay. try to get a reflection about who the person is. So I'm looking down, and my partner is, and I knew this from the beginning. She's quite tall. She's six foot two, and I am five foot four. Let's. Talk about that for oh, a minute. Oh, yeah, of course. Of so course. you're 5'4". Yeah. 
and she is 6'2". Oh, beautiful. I love that because Chris and I are going to talk about this later, how so many people have these arbitrary, whatever you want to call them, deal breakers or Mm -hmm. something like that. And I know for a lot of women, it's, I want someone X number of inches taller than I am Mm -hmm. or six feet and over or six, two and over. And you know how many, what percent of men are six, two and over? 3.9%. Wow. That was more than that. No, exactly. So you're limiting the pool. And I love that she was open-minded enough and you were open-minded enough to not care. I think based on what she has said and also what my friends have said, my physical height is five foot four. My ego is around 12 feet. It's a confidence issue, I always think. I I agree. I agree with you. It's how you carry yourself. But I will say, especially in online dating, it's no secret Mm -hmm. that women discriminate against shorter men. And I wish that weren't the case. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it often is. So anyway, so she's 6'2". She shows up. You Mm -hmm. look at her shoes and... She was wearing a certain type of shoe. What type? It was Doc Martens Holographic Silver. I've never seen that type of shoe in my life. It, if you can compare it to anything, it's more like the uh, sneakers that McFly wears I in the future. I knew you were going to say right? that. Okay. Yeah. So it's similar to those sneakers, but super holographic. They take the hat that he wore and make a sneaker out of that. That's the, the sneaker that she wore. So and you I, saw your reflection in her shoes and you were like, not too bad today. Mm. And then I looked up. I was like, those are really amazing shoes. Those are the first words I ever said to her. That is the most memorable thing I remember of that night. It is something that I, even after she threw away the shoes after being broken down for so long, I rebought the shoes for Doc Martens. After that first date, it was pretty amazing. And then we started talking nonstop every single day. And height was never an issue. Height was never an issue. I would say my ego, but it wasn't my ego. It wasn't even my confidence. It just felt right. Mm-hmm. Where I would speak to someone, see them as a person instead of just seeing their height. And that reflects who they are because no matter how tall you are, no matter how short you are, that doesn't really reflect who you are as a person. Yeah, it adds some humor to it. You know, I, I joke about about my height all the time. I love. I mean, my do height. people say things when when you introduce yourselves as a couple? You know what's the most interesting thing about that? A lot of people say to me, not to her, to me, it's like, "Yo, man, good job." Oh my God. This is like great on you type of thing, and it's kind of surprising it's more and like annoying a little bit annoying and i'm like because of my height you wouldn't think i would get someone so magnificent so beautiful because of her height if she was any different would would that matter it's not really the people i want to get to know and i think it's like you know based on where you come from and stuff and i come from like the hood of, of brooklyn rough times but i aim towards better times i like to joke i aim towards chelsea <laughs> that's my goal and i like to reflect that into anything i do there's never a dull day that no one mentions our height. Every single day someone mentions our height difference or give a, gives a look mm-hmm. or a side eye. How does that make you feel? At times uncomfortable, but not towards me. This is a reflection of my partners given to me. Height sometimes is not a feminine quality. You mean to some being people's tall eyes. is not a feminine quality yeah. to some people? Yeah, and that is, that is the most annoying thing. There's been so many times where we go through doors and someone would call after my partner and said, excuse me, sir, and they're aiming after her instead of me. Oh. It's quite infuriating how such a beautiful woman would be seen as that, but then, you know, in the world we live in, why is that insulting? But then right. it all ends up being subjective. Mm-hmm. It ends up being what the person feels. If the person wants to be portrayed as feminine, it kind of hurts when you're seen as the opposite just because of just one because, thing you have no right. control of. No control, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it comes 
in some way to me as well, where I'm, I'm a very short man, a lot of men like to abuse that, think that I'm weaker, or it's, it's kind of a reflection on masculinity and the toxic masculinity Which nature of it. Which is a shame. And the weird part is everyone in my family is like really tall. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know, I got the weird DNA. But <laughs> did you do your 23 and me? I did, I'm 100% them, it's like, fuck. So <laughs> I have almost every single DNA aspect of me, and I don't know why I end up short. Yeah. I got the Taino aspect. Taino is like the indi- indigenous people of Puerto Rico. They're quite short, but I'm proud of that. I'm also proud of my height. I'm actually not. I, I would never want to be taller ever. I love that. Well, that shows the confidence that you have in yourself. You know how like some men, because they are six feet mm-hmm. and or above, and they have this phys- physicality of themselves or this image of themselves. They like, I'm sexy, I'm handsome. Yeah, I'm I think some men do, and, and women too, oh, yeah. but do derive their confidence from things that they shouldn't, mm-hmm. whether that be height or, I mean, if we're being perfectly honest, penis size. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that shouldn't be the driver of your confidence, mm-hmm. but unfortunately it is, and you've had to find your confidence just in you, and mm-hmm. I think that is more genuine. <laughs> I had a, a good father. My father passed away, and he always, he's an older gentleman. He's from an old generation, but he was definitely, his mindset was a new generation. He was part of the civil rights movement. He was with my eldest sister, who was one at the time, and he fought for it. And, you know, he's Latino. He was in the middle of all of it. He wasn't mm-hmm. really like black or white. But his reflection showed my relationship to who I'm with, be it height, race. Uh, I'm Latino. My partner is uh, Caucasian, and not only Caucasian, but from the mid- Midwest. So <laughs> it's like, you know, when worlds collide type of thing. Sure. I want to pursue that and I have no doubts about it. I have no insecurities about our hard difference. It's like the last thing. The only insecurity I would have would be if we ever miss, you know, anything that connects us. Yeah. You know, anything that adds to the beauty of our relationship instead of demonizing it or alienating. People like to make snap judgments. Yeah. I'm really glad you shared this with us. Any, any last words for anyone listening? Have confidence in yourself. You're the only one that matters to you until you find that special someone. And then you're going to work. And trust me, you're going to work <laughs> towards a beautiful and amazing relationship, be, be it whoever it is, tall, short, male, female, transgendered, whatever, quasi, it doesn't matter. You find someone that you love and they love you, you go towards it and don't let the world ju- judge you. And most of all, don't judge yourself too harshly. I can't add anything else. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, co-workers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. So I didn't hear it in the story, but are they still together? Yes, they're still together. Oh, that's great. I know. Wow. There's so much to dive into in this particular conversation. I know. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, well, I'm going to rattle off a couple things just real quick. Stereotypes, insecurities, and just being yourself. And that's Correct. how he ended it. 
it reminded me of a story that I think I shared before on the podcast, but it was a female friend of mine, and she was very nervous to go on a date. And I asked her why she was so nervous to go on the date, and she explained to me, I just don't think he's going to like me. And I asked her a little bit more about why she felt that way. And or, or why she would care so much. Yeah, or why she cared so much, you know. But what it boiled down to was I asked her to see her profile pictures on her dating profile, and she showed me, and I quickly realized that her profile pictures didn't paint the full picture of who she was. In that they were... They were cropped, old. they were old, they... Right. So she lacked confidence in who she is today, and she was basically thinking, he's going to know the minute he sees me. Right. Exactly. And so I made the recommendation to her, why not put photos on your profile that represent exactly who you are? Exactly. So that when people ask you out on a date, you know they are asking you because they genuinely want to be with you Absolutely. and see you. You would so much rather go on fewer dates with people who want to be there with you than more dates with people you've tricked to get there. I mean, it, I, I can't say enough times, don't lie in your profile. Right, exactly. And, and why would you want to stress? Why would you want to carry that stress and burden about going on a first date and just knowing that, oh my gosh, this might not work out? So well, it's just a waste of both of your times at a certain point. Yep. I think height, since that was kind of the starting point of this conversation, is a very similar you know, representation. I can put my real height. Which is? I'm 6'1". So I can put my real height into my profile and hope that somebody who wants to see me is going to accept what I really am, right? But you know... You know yes, the way know. the world works, I, I and know. you know I, that you are at a major advantage yes. because of your height. Yes, I, I I will firmly admit, especially in Los Angeles, in the California area, that I would say that uh, at least two out of five, you know, maybe two out of six profiles that I read say very specifically, do not talk to me if you're under six that's not just LA, unfortunately, yeah. and I hate that. O many years ago, OkCupid did a study. It was a bell curve of height and, you know, where the middle is the average. And it showed a bell curve of heights of people on OkCupid. As you could probably guess, two inches to the right. Yeah. So basically, it's its own curve transposed two inches to the right. Yet... There was a phenomenon happening anywhere from about 5'10 to 6 feet where people were fudging 5'10 to 6 feet, 5'11 to 6 feet because yeah. people know that there's that threshold of right. 6 feet. I think about 14% of men are over 6 feet tall. So <laughs> if you're only looking, you're cutting out 86% of the population if you're someone looking for a man over 6 feet tall. We all know that if you were actually legally five foot, 11 and a half, you are putting six foot. Of course you are. <laughs> I mean, there's to say otherwise is ridiculous. But we see this, though, the same traits. So it goes into stereotypes. We see that not with just height, mm -hmm. right? We start to see these stereotypes as well as kind of fibbing on your profiles and things with things like age, right? Yeah, well, I think people have something in their head about what's attractive. 
I don't know. Is it because of cavemen? Why taller men are deemed more attractive to women? I actually don't find that to be the case for me. But it's just so unfortunate that something that nobody has control over, men get penalized and get promoted in whatever way that is for their height, for just how they grew. And it's just too bad because I have short male clients and when I say short, what do I mean? I don't know, under 5'5"? Five five? Mm-hmm. And they have a really difficult time, and not because they lack confidence, and not because right. they're short. Right. They have a difficult time because they are judged. Yeah. I mean, someone sent me, a client sent me a text exchange the other day he had with a woman on Bumble, and her first question, as you know, Bumble, the woman has to write yep. first. Her first question out of the gate was, are you really short? What kind of a question is that? Yeah. Right? And he said, I'm 5'4". Like, no, right. no sugar coat, no nothing. Yep. Not, oh, well, I know you're probably... No, he's he's proud. Right. He is who he is. And she said, oh, well, and unmatched him. Yeah. Now, does he have... And this is another conversation. I'll circle back around the stereotypes in a minute. But I know we've had a conversation about what type of information to put in, like, a well, Bumble now. Bumble has... They do. Yeah, they've yeah, added has, now the... It used to be that you would have to actually physically correct. write that into your profile. Now right. they've actually have stats but, as But part Tinder, of the for example, you still, you still have just an empty box. And people, unfortunately, and maybe they're right, I don't know, assume the absence of height means under yeah. whatever X height is. Yeah. Right? It's funny. I don't even notice when men listed or not because it's not something I'm looking for. Yeah, but it's interesting because we, I remember you and I had a conversation, uh, you know, six months ago or so where you were looking at my profile and I had written in my profile that I was six foot one mm-hmm. and you specifically said, why are you putting that? Was I asking... Not because I wanted you to take it out, but was I asking because I was just genuinely curious? I think it was a combination because I think the thought process, and to your point, Was like there anything said, else written? Because if, if someone only writes his height, like, I have a real <laughs> problem with that. As if as if your 6'1 is God's gift <laughs> and that's all you have to offer the world. About me, 6'1. No, I see that all the time. And yeah. I find that to be such a turnoff. That would be like if but, I listed my... Whatever size. Any- yeah, but, but but you but you don't mind dating shorter guys or taller guys. You personally, so you do kind of find that as a turnoff or kind of arrogance or kind of frustration. Yes, I realize when you see that in a profile. yes, and I realize many people find that to be a turn on. What's a turn off to me is not the height. It's that that's all you've listed as if that's your attribute that is what everybody needs to know about you. I'd rather know that you studied biology and that you uh, went on some frog quest and whatever it is, that you play badminton. I'll, I'll take the reverse. Women expect to understand what a guy's height is, but do we see women posting what their body measurements are in their profile? Well, that's what I was saying. So I think that's a double standard. Yes, but I ha- I've never seen that. There, there is no, not a not. single profile I've ever seen where a woman is listing her good Ew. cup size or something like that. Because we don't want to be judged on that. Exactly. So, but there is that double standard there, right? Where height all of a sudden represents, you know, some sort of masculinity that 
isn't necessarily fair. Correct. We see that stereotype not only in the dating process where I may decide to date somebody based on their height, but I also say like age, looks, the way we dress. Well, sure. And those stereotypes though then, and he mentioned it in his story, those also materialize externally as a view into the relationship where he mentioned- um, where he's judged by others. Where he's judged by others, like, how did you get that? Well, Or yeah. how did you meet her? Right. Or, or, or if, if God forbid, a woman is dating a younger man, which is the, exactly. another double standard, right. which I think it's so ridiculous right. that nobody says a word when the, the Ari, the bachelor, his wife is 11 years younger than he is, yet when, you know, J-Lo was dating that guy, Casper... Casper Smart, I read too much Us Weekly, apparently. <laughs> you know, it's the talk of the town. And yeah. it's just, even, it's funny. A client asked me the other day, he is 66 years old. And I had to ask him his date of birth for Match.com. Mm-hmm. And he told me. And he said, am I older than your parents? And I said, well, my dad was born a year after you. And my mom was born five years before you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, oh, good for oh, older one. Yeah. And it's like, it's five and a half years. Right. Get over it. Yeah. But you made the point that I'm trying to make as well is I have dated younger women and I would usually get nice job. Right. Ugh. But on the flip side, if I was to date an older woman, like there's a problem with that, that but not There's your pers- problem right. and not her problem. It's, it's the perception problem, right? thing. And I, I wrote down a few other ones. Like when we look at things like tattoos, mm-hmm. there are, I have seen very, say, we'll say very straight-laced person dating more of a, you know, uh, an edgy person. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden there's this stereotype like, how did they get right. that person or, or what's going on there? Or, a, you know, a more petite person with a yeah. heavier set person yeah. and... And he also mentioned it. It doesn't matter what we think. Interracial relationships where same thing. It, it appears to yes. me almost that we are dealing with insecurities on the outside. Right. I, yeah. Like I I am so insecure with myself. I can't believe that you are dating a guy or well, a woman who's taller than you. I always wondered about this. This happened once to me. And to this day, I want to assume the best. I want to very badly. Mm-hmm. But I was on a date once. You see me. Yep. I'm a petite white Jewish girl with yeah. freckles from New Jersey. Uh, I was out with this African-American guy, handsome, accomplished, all the things. We're out on a date, and in the middle of the date, we're having a drink, and we kiss. And this older gentleman, probably in his 60s, sees us kissing and starts clapping. And I want to believe he just thought we were cute. Right. But I don't know. And his right. wife goes... What are you clapping at? Which I thought was the funniest part of the whole thing. But, you know, people have impressions and judgments. And, you know, I always said when I'm in a relationship, people always want to know, oh, when are you getting engaged? When are you getting married? When you're not in a relationship, oh, why? It's like people have judgments for everything. So you can only live for yourself. The end. It doesn't really matter what anyone thinks. But, I mean, that kind of goes off on a little tangent to what we're talking about, which is who you choose when you date. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, you need to be yourself 
and find somebody who's going to accept you for who you are. Correct. And not try to be somebody you aren't. And don't try to settle just because somebody might like you for, uh, you know, other reasons that, right. you know, don't really matter. And don't take it personally when people do have their, even as annoying as we might find some people's biases towards, you know, tall men or younger, whatever it is. Like, it's not personal. You know, right. if somebody decides that he wants someone in her early 30s, that's okay. It's not me anymore. Right. And that's fine. It's not personal. And at the end of the day, it's their loss, not yours. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. 